0: another episode of Slice Up Your Life. I'm your host, Rach Bedell, and I appreciate y'all coming back. I know this is just the second episode, so I'm a noob at this and figuring out, but I appreciate y'all. Um, I got the chance to sit down with a good college friend, Mikhail. I hadn't caught up with her a while, so I thought I'd bring y'all along for the ride. She just moved to Arizona about a year ago and is going through um, some job changes and all that stuff. And it was actually Father's Day when we got to chat, so we talked about dads and family relationships. And for all you dog lovers out there, she is a dog owner to sweet little Bentley. Well, not little, and so we talked about her dog and all that fun stuff there. But it was a great time just catching up. We talked about. And fitness, and she actually even gave me a pizza tip. So, y'all will just have to wait for that. But, anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation with Mikhail. Well, Mikhail, thanks so much for coming on. Um, yes, slice of up your life. Um, so, obviously, I mean, we haven't caught up in a while, so I'll do no. a lot of stuff you do for me. Um, <laughs> But I let's start with telling everyone a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. First of all, congrats on the podcast. That's so exciting. Thanks. I've been championing you ever since I started seeing you were going to do it. I was like, heck yes. Finally, this needed to happen. So I'm super excited for you. This will be great. I cannot wait to see what you do with it.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So about myself, um, obviously I went to school in at Iowa, which is how we met. Um, Mm -hmm. through mutual friends and stuff. I was a Spanish and secondary education major. So I grew up my whole life thinking I'm going to be a teacher. This is going to be great. Um, And truly teaching is like, and all of that is still in my core. I love to, to do that kind of stuff. I love to teach right now I'm teaching in a different form. So after I graduated from college, I moved to Seattle. Um, for a boyfriend (laughs) and honestly, such a great experience. I loved it out there. I taught out there for the year that I was there. And then when I moved back home, which was Chicago, um, I started working in a corporate job just to like do that while I waited to get all my certifications and my license for Illinois for teaching. Um, And then I realized that I like loved the corporate world, which was a total (laughs) shock to me um, as someone who never thought or saw themselves in an office job. Um, I just loved the pace and I loved the idea of kind of like working my way up in a company. Uh, So I've been in the corporate world for like four years now. Um, In my most recent role, I was the director of client services for a digital marketing agency um, that was in Chicago and it actually moved me out to Arizona. So I'm in Arizona now. Um, I was with that company for two years. It was amazing. Um, I loved being in management and kind of like helping people be successful with their jobs. Um, And then actually this week I started a new job um, I am now the general manager of a local boutique fitness studio here in Scottsdale. So hey. I'm kind of, yeah, I know. It's like I have been wanting to get into the fitness world. Um, I was teaching group fitness before I headed into the office um, previously. And so I thought, you know what, I need to just make this leap and I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but it's amazing. I've been there for three days and I wake up every day and I'm like, I can't wait to go into work, which doesn't feel like work at all. So I think that's the, that's the American dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. I've been in Arizona for a year and I love it. Um, Okay.
0: Cause I was gonna say, so it's only been a year that you've been there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It feels like so much longer, but just a year I moved out here with my boyfriend Um, and his family has a vacation home here. So it was kind of uh, a no brainer for us. His family's around. I have family in San Diego. So, and you know, me, I'm like, I'll live anywhere. I'll be a nomad. So (laughs) everyone's like, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, you're changing careers. You're moving. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Right. And most people are like terrified, but I'm all for just like following your heart and your passion. Mm -hmm. And even if that doesn't look like what, we all thought it would look like growing up. I mean, I know that our parents all instilled certain values in us and ideas and I'm just veering from my path. Totally. That was supposed to be planned for me.
0: <laughs> I completely forgot that you were education in Spanish. Cause didn't you go I to know. Spain?
1: Yeah. So I lived okay. in Spain, um, one summer during college, which was an unbelievable experience. I lived with a family, so I really got to be immersed in all of that. And, um, it was a super cool experience. I would do it again in a heartbeat.
0: I can't imagine. I remember you going, I completely forgot that's where you majored in. Okay. So I'm like, I have a bunch of hot points that I want to touch, but I guess we'll start with, so you kind of mentioned it and I was like, I don't know if I want to, if she'll be okay with me asking. So obviously you moved um, with Mitch and so to Arizona. But I mean, if we go back a little bit If you said, you had moved to Seattle the boyfriend, so we don't necessarily have to dive into that, but what made you, like, comfortable, how long had you been dating before y'all decided to move, um, to Arizona, like, what made you really to be ready to, like, go and move with another guy?
1: I know, right, you're, like, two times. Um, so I, so backtracking to my Seattle boyfriend, he was a little bit older than I was, and, um, so he was like super settled in his life in Seattle and me living in Iowa and coming up on graduation. And I'm not really close with my parents. So it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to go back and move home after graduation Mm -hmm. until I figure out my life. It was more like, okay, what's my next step? Where do I want to be? And while I have family in Iowa and I love Iowa as I said, like, I am so open to new experiences and kind of being uncomfortable. And so while everyone was getting jobs and like, or moving back home, I was like, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? I (laughs) moved, the worst did happen. And it wasn't that bad. I moved to Seattle and I realized that this guy isn't right for me. And then I, you know, I pivot and I do something else. So that's kind of what I did. I moved to Seattle after like less than a year of dating that guy. We lived together for a year. Um, and I learned so, so much about myself, about, and I think post-college, like, is such a pivotal time in your life. You're easily, like, moldable, um, and, like, you kind of find yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I, even to this day, I would say, as a 23-year-old, I am so much different today as a 27-year-old than I was when I moved to Seattle, and I know that I would not have been this way had I not had that experience. So it was amazing. I've met amazing people that I'm still in contact with there. Um, I obviously got to experience a part of the world I had never seen. Um, so then when I moved back to Chicago, not to get too much into my love life, I was like, all right, boys, I'm done with you guys. I am yeah. do my own thing. I had my dog. So I was just like living life. I had two roommates in Chicago. I was working a job that I enjoyed um and this high school guy kept like coming into my life and I'm like dude I'm not interested <laughs> you you know like you're great we can be friends and then and if anyone knows Mitch he is the best sales guy I've ever met and so I always tell everyone he
0: knew what he wanted
1: to sell, he he could sell pretty hard yes he could sell literally glasses to the blind and so then I'm like oh Mitch is really nice but like no, like he's from high school. I don't really want to like be with someone from high school. And then we actually started going to this um, gym together. And then uh, like a month in, I was like, I was telling my roommate, I was like, oh my gosh, Mitch is really sweet. And then his persistence and my openness to, to seeing what would happen with him just led us three years later. We've been dating for three years here to Arizona. So it was, he's literally the best guy in the world. I am so lucky. Um, and I think that my experience living with my previous boyfriend kind of helped me, um, uh, kind of do this again with someone else. in in a way where I knew what I was willing to put up with and I knew what I needed to, you know, kind of step up to the table and, and be like, so we've been living together for two years now. And it's literally like, you know what they say when, you know, it's like your best friend. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we compliment each other really well. And it's been so fun and he's total like a homebody. I never thought he would leave Chicago. So for him to move here, it was it was a big step for both of us. But we love it.
0: Oh good. And then okay, so you guys met at the gym. What does he do? Because didn't you guys move out there to start with like F forty five type stuff, or am I totally wrong?
1: You're totally wrong. Not totally <laughs> <laughs> Not totally wrong, but he's in sales. Um, so we okay. actually worked at the same company that I did. Um, we were, worked for digital marketing. He did the sales par- part. I did like them account management. But yes, our dream is to open a gym together. Um, so we kind of just wanted to get settled here. Now I'm finally taking that step into the fitness world understanding the backend operations of gyms and the, the hardships that come with it and the challenges and the, the triumphs as well. So mm-hmm. um, it's still our goal to open a gym. We just, we're kind of taking our time and that was a learning experience for us. We were like, we want to do it right away. We want to open it now. Like we want to be open in a year and it's a year later and we're, we're not even close. And mm-hmm. it's taking a lot of like conversations with each other to be like, this is okay. I think we're right where we need to be. Um, And so it's been a, it's been a learning experience for sure.
0: Totally. I mean, my sister, so I don't know if you know this, my sister and her husband now are opening a gym. So, but it's like, it's totally that thing where it's like, they, I think it was like over a year ago that they had said like, you know we're gonna do this. We're opening it in the multiple times, and now you know. And then even now they thought they probably were gonna open a month ago, yeah. yeah and now they're course. gonna they're gonna open in a week or so. But yeah, I so heard something on a podcast today. It was like rush always leads to ruin. It's like don't rush yes. it. Just let it go. Everything totally. will fall into place. Like the little things come together.
1: Yeah, and um, it's so true, and and that's kind of where we're trying to find, you know, some contentment and peace and like. I'm, you'll hear me say a million times, like, this is, this is all planned out for us already. We just have to trust and like, not try to control it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So, so with so were you were, you were working at f 45 though, right? Or yeah, you were just exactly going there?
1: Was. Okay, I was working there as a trainer. So I would work three days a week from like 4am until 830. And then I would rush to the office and then work from nine to five. So it was made for long days, but honestly, it was amazing being around people that they're coming to work out with you. It's like the highlight of their day, which makes it, you know, the highlight of mine. So,
0: it was awesome. And this has always been a thing. Like, I mean, you were always, like, you're not super, um, like, at, you're not very what I was active on Instagram. Like, yeah, you don't post a lot, but you like, like, because you had your your fitness Instagram for a while too. <laughs> I did.
1: You know, we all That's we all try to funny. get our side gigs going. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> and because of that. Like, I'm not a very, like, active social media person. Like, trying to have two social media accounts, I was like, okay, this is crazy. And also, if I want to post this type of stuff on my personal page, like, these people can leave or follow. I don't care. You know what I mean? So, totally something that I want to, like, do more. But I'm just, like, I need to just do it. I I don't want to come off as, like, you know, like, I don't know. I think you have to be very careful about what you're putting out in the world. And I haven't quite nailed down you know, what the presence I want to be is yet. So we'll see. Keep an eye out yeah, for that. Totally. Oh, for sure. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> but seriously, yeah. everyone, like all of her pictures, the picture, that one photo shoot you had in the oh or whatever. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You this is so insane. funny.
1: It was, I mean, it was totally out of my comfort zone, but it was super fun to like look back. And you know what? A girl from Iowa actually took those photos for me. No way. Holly, yeah, she played softball. And okay, she lives I there. actually,
0: I don't know her, but... I joined a fitness group, like one of those Facebook groups yeah, for like body, yeah, and, she body and she was on it. And so She's then I think it was Julie Kemp's. Is that her new yeah. last name?
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
0: <laughs> sorry, I probably shouldn't be throwing her full, and full yeah. first and last name That's on this, okay. but uh, <laughs> I give her some promo. She's been killing it too. So yeah, um, she does. I think yeah, Tori was on yep. that because we were messaging each other, and I was like, "I don't know you, but why do we have 60 people in common on social Seriously.
1: media? Yeah no, See, I mean, she has like too. Yeah, she is a rock star, great, great woman, and just like it was a cool experience to do with her, especially with my first one. It was always, it's always an uncomfortable thing to be like, "Hey, take pictures with me with my shirt off, but she made it super awesome.
0: <laughs> That's good. Okay, yeah. so talk to me about True Fusion. So you're gonna be the GM, but yes. I've seen too, it's like a little bit of everything. Is there a lot of different yes. stuff? Like what is so, it a new gym?
1: It is so it's a franchise, so they're kind of all over the place. Actually, Russell Wilson just opened one up in Bellevue, which is where I used to live in Seattle. And so like everything is coming full circle. Full circle. But yeah. Um True Fusion is a fitness studio that offers yoga, Pilates, spin, boxing, and then like your group fitness, high intensity interval training. Um, And so, yeah, you can kind of get it all under one roof and there's hot yoga options and hot Pilates and all of the stuff that I, as like someone who works out a lot, I'm like, this stuff is so intimidating. Like bar, I go oh. in and I'm like, Oh, I got this. I lift pretty heavy. And then you get quickly humbled that you can't stand on your toes for like four <laughs> seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah. My new boss was like, yeah, I do bar all the time. And I was like, I feel like I just went like that. And she's like, no, you need to do it. Yes. It's insane. It it's sounds silly. Cool. She's like, you sound like it's ballet and then you just hold it and then you pulse, but you're dying. Yes.
1: No. Yeah. And Ins- so it's been a really humbling experience. And yeah, so it's kind of taking off. They'll be popping up all over the place, the True Fusions. Um, and I'm obviously I'm just getting into it. I kind of stumbled upon this job. So I, I should probably know more about it than I do, but I'll get there.
0: I, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> it's, the same, but it's like, people were like, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Answer emails and I figure it out as I go.
1: Right. right.
0: Um, so is Mitch and Mitch is still at the company?
1: Yes, so Mitch is still in the corporate world doing his sales thing, um, and then we'll kind of see how this plays out for me, and then what it looks like for us to kind of make a next move, so there's lots of exciting things yes, coming seriously. in our lives.
0: Good, and y'all like Arizona a lot?
1: We do, we love it. It's, um, it's definitely different, it's much slower than Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. And you have to drive everywhere, which is we're not used to as well. But it's so easy to get around. Obviously, the weather is beautiful. The people are great. Um, it was a really good, good next step for us.
0: Oh, good. Well, and for that, okay. So you had mentioned, you had said that you, what you always say is like this has always been planned for us. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, I had asked if it was okay if I talked about this, but I wanted to like talk about, um, just your like your story and kind of you know obviously that that's, it's funny that you said that because my best friend was here this weekend and she said that, and someone was like, that's kind of a faithy statement to make. And she's not really like, um, like really engrossed in her faith. And so she was kind of like snuffed it off. But I was, that's so when you said that, I was like, okay, that's really funny. Again, God's humor (laughs) is always popping in. Um, but yeah, if you're just kind of like what, um, your relationship with God and kind of your story of all of that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'll take it back to um, when I was younger, I, I remember just like church being a forced thing, like, hurry up, get ready. We got to go to church. And like, I never really saw like my parents in the word. And like, we weren't like, you know, for lack of a better term, like a godly household. Like we believed in God, we got baptized. Like we did like vacation Bible school, things like that. But I don't think my parents were ever really bought in,
0: which Mm -hmm. also
1: as a child, I never really got bought in. Uh, but like I loved God, whatever. I I could recite John three sixteen, and that was probably about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, and then like adult life or like high school life, um, I was really turned off by by some of my peers who I felt were like pressuring me to to join them in their journey of you know their faith and like joining Young Life and not drinking and like sex is bad and all of Mm -hmm. this stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm 15, 16 years old. I, you know, I want to go against the grain of every time someone tells me what to do, I want to do the opposite. Um, (laughs) so I, yeah. So I, I was just totally turned off. I was like, Oh my gosh, these young lifers are probably judging me, whatever. And I'm sure they weren't. I, they're all great people. Um, and so I didn't really like explore it much in high school. Um, and then when I got to college, I was kind of the same freshman year. I was like, Meh, I don't need any of this. But then I got introduced to salt, um, which was like this college like ministry group. And truthfully, what hooked me was the music. I was I would listen to the music and just sob. And I okay. felt like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know, it's like, right.
0: That I didn't go to salt. I was kind of, I was very intimidated by salt, but I, the music thing is like, that's, what's getting me right now is I'm like, I will go and literally they play song and I just am bawling and I'm, yeah. Like I go to new it's churches, like, so I'm like, no one knows who I am. And so yeah, I'm just like yeah. this random person there. And I'm like starting to get more comfortable with like yeah. being, I don't like fully put hands above my shoulders, but I'm like having by my side. And I'm like, I'm like, I always think everyone's watching me. I'm like, no one yeah, no one. yeah they're doing. all kind but of but like in. they're on their own space. But it's yeah. the music. I swear it really is.
1: I know, okay, sorry, keep I know. going. No, so, that's okay. Yeah, so even, salt. yeah, so, and even, I mean, the people that were involved in SALT, um, I kind of started getting the same vibe and I was very, it was very much like join our Monday night, Tuesday night, like Bible study women's group. And I'm like, okay, guys, if this is going to happen, it has to be on my own time. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, I was just straddling the line. Like, am I in, am I out? And I questioned, like, I questioned, why do I have to be all in, you know? Like, why can't I just have my relationship with God and my beliefs and then like live my life, you know? Um, and so I really struggled with that. I don't, I still, to this day, don't like being pushed to, to like go further than I'm willing to go at one certain time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did that for a while and I was going through like a super, super hard time in college. Um, I had a crappy boyfriend who was constantly cheating on me and I was super dependent on him. And I know you're laughing cause I know, you know who he is.
0: Um, <laughs> I was like oh, we, you and I, both I girl, we, name like, you just yes. went tick for tack every month. Yes, it was like boyfriend seriously. sucks more right now.
1: Yes. Right. Um, and then my home life, my, my dad was getting remarried to someone much younger and he was kind of like my rock growing up. So losing him was super hard. My mom wasn't in the picture Um, she was actually in jail. So I, I just felt so alone and Mm -hmm. I just needed, like, I needed to have a belief in something other than myself or like this world that I could get my hands on because everyone I loved was leaving or hurting me and, and I couldn't take it any longer. Mm Um, so this is going to sound so funny, but with the help of like my dog, who was literally like would sit on the floor while I was crying about who knows what. Is that bad? it was still Bentley. Yes. Okay. I I still have him and he's still literally my best friend, but between him and like listening to worship music and going to church and like trying to, to take pieces of what they were saying and apply it to my life, like ultimately pulled me out of like the darkest days that I've ever seen. And so that's kind of what has, has kept me going five years post-college. Um, Mm -hmm. it's hard, I think still for me, like, I love the Lord and I'm on this journey, but like, I know that my relationship and my experience is different than everyone else's. And and sometimes <laughs> I lose sight of that and I get frustrated. I'm like, why am I not, why don't I know more about the Bible or about the stories in the Bible or whatever. But at the end of the day, like the relationship that I have with God is what is what's working for me right now. And so Mitch and I go to church on Sundays here and like, he's very Catholic. So it's really funny to bring him to like, a you know, more modern non-denominational Is church. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, I cannot believe how many songs you guys sing in the morning and I <laughs> in the beginning and I'm just like sobbing through it. And he's like, Oh my gosh, why are you crying? And I was like, it's just so beautiful. Um, and so I, we're, we're just exploring. We're not like, we don't have like a home church yet. Uh, okay. I was going to ask like,
0: are y'all church shopping kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I, and he, he's like me in a way that like, if he's turned off by something or like, we went to a church where the entire service was about donating money to the church, we were like, okay, we won't be back to that one, you know? (laughs) So like, and I'm sure it's a great place, but like, it just wasn't the right time to hear that. Right. So we're church shopping a little bit. We found a couple that were like, we would come back. Um, But other than that, like we both have the same like guide that, like God has this all planned out for us and it's like whenever we stress or have anxiety or worry about like, gosh, did we make the right choice? Is this the next move? Like, we're always just like, you know what? This is already planned out. We just need to lean into that and just mm-hmm. like enjoy the ride and not try to control it or try to just you know, get frustrated. It. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. Or where that's I'm awesome. At really. Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: the church things is the hardest. I'm going through that right now too in Chicago and it's like, I, they, I have two that I like, but it's like, yeah. I'm so, gun shy to just pick one. Cause I'm like, okay, but well, yeah. then I want to like be coming in. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I'm not, yes. I'm not weird nope about that thing. at
1: all. <laughs> same. You're funny. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, and same thing goes for that. Like you'll find one that's like, it feels right. And you know what, if it doesn't work out, like there's more out there and you don't have to stay forever. And, and maybe that's wrong. Maybe I'm like not supposed to say that, but I believe it. Like if it doesn't feel right, you shouldn't do it.
0: You know? No, totally. And I think it's a thing of like, if there's trusting too, but it's also finding your home, like yes. figuring out what it has to work for you and the yes. people. And it's just, this like building the community. Totally. Um, well, it's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. With your family, you, you, how many brothers do you have?
1: Oh my gosh. This gets into be a funny story. So I have two older brothers and we all have the same mom. So there's like, and dad. So there's like three of us that have the same. Like parents. full
0: blood. Okay. Yes.
1: Then I have a little brother who is my half brother, but I don't even think of him that way. He's 21 and he has a different dad than the rest of us. And now I have two like baby brother and sister from my dad, who was the one that got remarried, but I've never met them. So they're, they're my siblings, but, um, I've never met them. And so that's something too, that like, It's it's a struggle. I want to like reach out and like be part of their lives, but I also I'm also not there yet with my dad to be able to Mm -hmm. like you know move into that relationship. So I'm kind of just sitting back and like when they're older, maybe I'll reach out. I don't know. It's a it's something I struggle with because I don't want to be you know non-existent in their lives, but I don't think it would be fair to try to be in their lives when I don't have a relationship with my dad or his his wife. So.
0: Yeah. You're trying to like teeter that line. Did you, yeah. and, but you're pretty close with your little, well, yeah, yes. your little brother, right? Yeah.
1: So all of my brothers and I are super close. So I have two older that are really close. Uh, and then our little brother is super close with us as well. We're just kind of all spread out throughout the country. So we don't get to see each other that often, but we're all super close. And I think mm-hmm. that's why, um, I mean we're all just navigating like life without parents and it seems weird like when we talk about it or when I meet people or even when I met Mitch's parents and they're like so what do your parents do? I'm like um well let me I don't explain. talk to them yeah Gosh. but I have come to a place where I'm not like ashamed anymore um and I'm no longer like I'm no longer hurting it doesn't feel like an open wound it feels like I've made peace with that part of my life and like it, I've never been more like content with the way things
0: are. Yeah. Growing up too, was, were you aware that like, it was, I don't know if a strange is the right word, but like, were you like, could you know, like visiting friends, like going to their houses or anything that was like, oh, this is a different makeup than my parents or were, okay. Totally.
1: Yeah. So when I was younger, my parents were still around. They were just separated. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, but yeah, you're right. Like go, I like sometimes would go to my dad's house and like other times I would be at my mom's and going to like my friend's houses who had both their parents there. I was like, "Eh." and "Eh, mine's just different. But then it wasn't until like the end of high school is when my mom, um, we were all living with my mom and she went to jail and then, so we had to move in with my dad, who was like a stranger to me. Cause I was, you know, a high school girl and I was like, my mom's awesome. And I don't really know my dad. So like, yeah. I don't want to go there on his weekends. So we kind of just got thrown into that. And he was amazing. Like he just took us in and like supported us in every way, financially at sports, whatever. So then when he, you know, and bless his heart, he, he was a single guy for so long, met someone that he wanted to, you know, we start a new life with he kind of just did exactly that and left my brothers and I behind and even though we were adults it it felt like like we were being abandoned you know Mm -hmm. so um but it's been like five years now and we're all we all have each other and that's kind of what we hold on to and then obviously faith plays a huge role in that so
0: yeah I'm sure
1: Ironic that this is on father's day. We're having this conversation
0: It is ironic that this is father's day again yeah. yeah, everything goes full circle. So are you pretty yeah. close with Mitch's parents or oh like, gosh. since they, he, they have at vacation home out there?
1: Yeah. He oh. hit the jackpot in the parent department. Um, not just because they're like still together and have a great marriage. They are just like the picture of what someone who doesn't know what like functioning, good parents looks like it's them mm-hmm. they are like when we moved to arizona they're like all right we're getting the u-haul we'll move you down there and i'm like oh my gosh mitch your parents do not have to do this and he's like this is just what they do like they are caregivers yeah it is You're right it's normal and i'm like oh my gosh your parents do that for you so they are amazing i love them they love me just the same as if i had parents in the picture or not and i feel so lucky to have them ever i tell he to if we sleep? break up yes Yeah, he has two older siblings too, and like we're all just one big happy family. So, yeah, I feel What were you gonna say? If
0: you guys break up, what?
1: I'm like, like, if we break up, Mitch, I'm still gonna be hanging out with your parents. And he's like, they're "They're like, like, we're actually taking the
0: kale over you. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just swap it in. Right? No, yeah, it's great. So,
0: he's lucky. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. But I mean, then it's too, it's great too that they like brought you in open arms and it's like family within family
1: it's amazing
0: oh god well, well another part of your family uh let's talk bentley
1: <laughs> oh my gosh finally no i'm kidding With, um like your heart and soul oh, it's so crazy so he is my heart and soul and, and i think i know that like people listening will be like all right crazy dog lady if you don't have a dog i totally understand it if you do have a dog i know that you're feeling what i'm feeling um feel like, that, you, like you speak my family Yeah. Yeah. And I sound crazy, but I truly believe that like when I was in college, I was by no means ready to like have a dog or all the responsibilities that came with that. And it was hard. Like he's a big dog. So he chewed up a lot of crap and I, he cost me a lot of money. But those days when I was like, I can't continue on another day, like he would be at the end of my bed and I'm like, okay, I'm continuing another day for you you know because sometimes I felt like when when did you get him I got him when I was a senior in college which is so funny okay. kind of just landed in my lap um and I wasn't like planning on it but it was truly like a gift from God because I needed I needed someone to love me unconditionally no matter mm-hmm. what and that is what Bentley did for me and like I would come home and just to know that like one I had to care for something other than myself, which taught me a lot, but like him just, I mean, you know how it is. Every time you come home, they're like, Hey mom, like yes. you love on them. And he moved to Seattle with me. He moved back from Seattle with me when I was heartbroken. He moved I to Arizona. That with he us. moved
0: to Seattle with you. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously <laughs> so, you wouldn't have left him behind, but like, I forgot no, never. he's been along he, for the ride.
1: Yes. He's traveled the country with me. He's been through breakups with me. He's been through triumphs. He's He's literally, like, I don't even know. He's, like, my rock, to be honest.
0: This might be silly, but, like, does he, can he, like, I don't know okay. how to ask this question. Like, does he, can you read people, like, versus, because I know him and Mitch get along really well. I, like, I'm laughing. I'm, like, I'm literally talking to you like he's your child. <laughs> I mean, he is. But, um, he is. like, you know, do that, can you read people well? Like, we're. I'm yeah. just thinking, like, I'm being dramatic. And I'm, like, Seattle boyfriend. Yeah. Was he kind of, like, nah, I don't like you as much.
1: You know, he is like, he loves all people, but you can tell, and I hate to admit this, he would probably, if Mitch and I were like on either end of a room and Bentley was in the middle, he would go to Mitch, which it hurts me to say, but I also love it because those two are like frickin' Fran together. So it makes me happy. But yeah, he is very much like, all right, mom, is this person cool? Okay, I'm cool with this person, but I just teach him to love everyone. Just like dad tells us to do.
0: Love everybody always.
1: Yep.
0: yep. The I was listening to this podcast and they were like, I mean, she had interview she was like a big wig and she had just interviewed Bob Goff and she's like, How does that I mean gosh. love everybody always? Like I don't yeah. understand. Like this person really pissed me off. How am I supposed to love them? But it is true. It's like love everyone like dogs. They just genuinely love the majority yeah. of people.
1: <laughs> Seriously. And that's I mean, it's something hard. Like even today when I left church, of course, that was the message. Like love everyone, even if they do you wrong. And I'm like, I should really text my dad today, shouldn't I? (laughs) And I still, I'm like, oh, I need to just love him, even though he hurt me. Like if I show him love and I, if I show him what, you know, God would want me to do, like, it's not going to make me feel bad, you know, like it's only going to make me feel good that I'm showing love. So Mm -hmm. it was just ironic. that this was all kind of happening on the same day, but isn't
0: that hard though to like maneuver? It's like, yes. Okay. I'm doing it. But then I'm like, am I doing it because it's going to make yeah. me feel good about myself that I'm helping this person right. or am I doing it? Cause I genuinely think I'm like, does this make me just look like a better person for doing this right. or I'm right. genuinely doing this? And I like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think that for me, when I have those thoughts, like, I think that it's because we have expectations, like, Me being like, okay, am I going to text my dad on Father's Day, even though we haven't spoken in, you know, who knows how long, like, am I just doing like, I don't want him to perceive it as like, you know, am I being sarcastic or cause like, why would I wish him a happy Father's Day when he hasn't really, you know, been around or want him to be like, I, I was thinking about how he would perceive it. And I realized that I just need to determine like, is this something that I want to do? Is this showing love? Is it kind? And then, and then just do it. And like, what I used to do is like send a text and be like, okay, I can't wait for him to respond. And then that would never come. So I had to lose that expectation. And, and now it's just kind of, I know the ball is in my court. So I just choosing kindness and love, and I'm just going to do it.
0: That's awesome. I mean, you've like, seriously though, like, I mean, y'all don't know Mikhail. and (laughs) you and I have always been like, good friends but if, I'm like right. we we're always like rooted through like grace and yes. like Carrie and things like that but like y'all mikhail is like one of the sweetest people and then it like, oh, makes gosh. sense that like you're going into like fitness stuff and like not that I'm saying like whenever you're doing like the f4 I saw you're doing like the f45 I'm yes. like this doesn't surprise yeah. me at all like you interacting <laughs> with people and helping people um will yeah, you I'm still be able to do any training like while you're yes at
1: Yeah, I won't be able to do it at F45, unfortunately, just because it's like a, you know, direct competitor. Um, But as soon as like I get the GM duties down, and like I can have everything like operating well and like smoothly, then I will kind of go into okay, what classes do I want to teach? Because ultimately, that's my passion. I love like, building people up and like having them reach goals, whether it's mentally or, you know, physically, I think that, Fitness is like, I mean, you, as you know, too, like it's like a therapy and it's Mm -hmm. like people cherish that time that they have. They don't have to worry about work. They don't have to worry about what's going on at home or whatever. Like just being able to like move their body and like, you know, see what it can do is like such an awesome experience. So for me to be a part of that is like what I love
0: you know totally and I think it's like it's something that everyone can get on board with it's like there's yeah there can be like the fittest 21 year old in the room and then like a someone who's like 60 and has never yeah that came it's like it's their mission to like work out once a month and totally. then like all get together and you can all do this thing and I think it's it's awesome I think
1: yeah like it's it's life-changing I mean there was a woman that came in not to go on a tangent but a woman that came into F45 which for those of you who don't know is like Group fitness. Like, you don't go to just like work. It's not a big box gym. It's a small gym where you're, there's only group fitness classes going. Mm-hmm. And it was right when we opened, and I was teaching one of the classes, and it was the last morning class. And this woman came in. She was a bit heavier. And like, you could tell that she didn't want to be there. And to top it off, no one showed up for class except for her. And I'm like, no, head, I'm she like, was the only one. Only one. And in my head, I'm like, this is awful. This poor woman who, clearly is not like stoked about being here knows this is a group fitness place and there's no one showing up so what ended up happening was it was was just her and I and like we got to know each other and we did the entire workout together and she I mean we had to break it down and like you know make it digestible for her but she did it and I was like okay I'm probably never gonna see her again I had seen her every single day up until (gasps) the day I left at 45 and she has lost 20 pounds. And when I left, (laughs) I know it gave me goosebumps. When I left, she came up to me and was crying. And she was just like, you changed my life. Like you believed in me. And I kept showing up for you. And I, I mean, of course, I started crying. And I was like, you changed my life. and It was just like one of those things. But it's just so amazing. Like the power of one just being kind to someone and open to someone who's out of their comfort zone, and then two, just like the power of fitness and believing in yourself. Like she showed mm-hmm. up for herself, and and all I did was, you know, encourage her. But ultimately, she did made this life change. Like she's so much healthier. You know, she's off the track of being a diabetic. Like it's just such a cool oh, thing to see.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: how did, I don't even know if, cause whenever I met you, you just would always like work out with us and stuff. How did you get into fitness? I mean, you obviously had brothers, but yeah. So that's a great question. Um,
1: obviously like growing up, I had brothers, I played a lot of sports. So like being active was always something I did. And then I played club at Iowa, which as yes. you know, like okay, nothing yeah. like the big dogs that you guys were, but like, oh gosh, it was, hush. yeah, it was like a really good, like balance of getting that big 10 lifestyle, but then also continuing to play the sport that I loved at a pretty competitive level. I mean, we were, we were pretty good and y'all traveled
0: and stuff too. It's not like it just was like wreck.
1: Totally. Yeah. We went to nationals. We, I mean, there was a men's team as you know. Um, so (laughs) we all had fun together. Um, a little, little sly in there. Sorry. (laughs) Your followers will understand that one. Um, wish him well anyway so there's that and I honestly like I'm trying to think what really got me going you know what I think it was was breaking up with this is so wrong I've never admitted this to anyone and here I am admitting it on a podcast it happens I, I think the reason that I really started heavily working out is when my sweet college boyfriend cheated on me with these really hot girls and it made me feel like shit about myself yeah can I swear crap you're fine it's
0: it's me (laughs) I'm like oh my god. sorry for everyone listening if you don't know me but yeah it's fine (laughs) you're totally good
1: Um, okay good and I felt like crap so I was like you know what I'm gonna do like a total revenge body and if you know me like my body's been the same since seventh grade so like not much changed
0: okay but but for everyone out there the girl has like a 12 pack so don't even act like
1: (laughs) funny. So I, I think that's what really like got me going. I was like, I want to like get in the gym. Um, and then obviously that, that sort of like motivation never lasts, but, mm-hmm. um, I started like loving the feeling of just being strong and like, you know, realizing that, Holy cow, I can do this really hard thing that I couldn't do four months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of like what got me started. Never did I think that I'd have a career in it. Um, it wasn't actually until I lived in college or in, in Chicago that I was like, wait a second. I love to be a teacher. I love fitness. Like I can definitely I can do this, that put way. these two things together. Yeah. So then I got my group fitness certification, um, back, uh, last April, maybe two Aprils ago. Um, and then I had that and, I'm you know, I'm just kind of trying to grow on that maybe get my personal training certification, maybe some other kind of sports certifications here and there. But, I am so, I feel so lucky that I, I found that and went to have it lead me to where it's led me today. is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, definitely starting where you wanted. And it is funny, like you said, like you went to school for being a teacher. Granted you thought it was going to maybe be like elementary ed, or right, right. Like that. but it's like completely different, but it's still teaching. Yeah. Um, in the, in the fitness, I know like obviously growing up, um, or being around fitness all the time, do you ever struggle with like the body thing. I know that's like a, I mean, and then obviously being all the way around people working out all the time. Um, have you struggled with that? I don't know if we've ever talked
1: about this. Yeah. You know what? Um, I have never struggled with it to the point of like it, it being like anorexia or bulimia or anything like that. Um, I have struggled with it because I think when you if you get yourself to a really fit place, one that is not maintainable, let's say, you know, you're you're cutting for summer or whatever, and you get to a place where you're like, dang, I feel good about myself. If you ever leave that place, which is you know, you always leave and come back and you know, is where it's been hard for me because I'm like, Oh, you know, last summer I you know, I felt good in the same swimsuit that I'm putting on now that like, I'm like, "Mm, I don't feel so good about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where I've struggled, but I am, I have such like a level headed view on fitness that I know that just because like, I might not feel the same way, like I'm stronger than I've ever been. And so that's kind of how I like base my fitness journey. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, yeah, my legs are a little bigger or my arms are a little bigger, but that's cause they're stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I definitely do that. I am not one to like, um, I follow like a ton of fit chicks, you know, on Instagram, but totally. Um, I am so aware that it is just a portion of reality with filters and good lighting that I never really let myself get lost in, Holy cow! Does that person look like that all the time? Like I don't look like—I th- mean, I definitely don't look like <laughs> probably what I even have on my Instagram all the time. Um, so I think like, and I, honestly, I've been doing a lot. I've seen been seeing a lot of people like be like, Hey, if you follow me and I make you feel insecure or I make you feel X, Y, Z, like just unfollow me. They're like,
0: unfollow me or hide me or do something like that.
1: Yeah. I've done that a couple of times and I'm feeling really crappy about myself. And I'm like, is this, and I do this with a lot of things in my life, but I'm like, is this bringing me happiness? Is this teaching me something? Is this motivating me? Like, you know what I mean? And if, those answers are no, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to, you know, either take a break or remove myself or whatever. Have you always
0: had that like instinct? Cause that's kind of a big deal to have that. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, you know, I mean
0: like, it's, that's awesome that you like have that in yourself to question it and be like, is this good for me or no?
1: Yeah, definitely not always. I mean, when I was like at that low point in college in my life, like it felt like I couldn't love, and that was the thing. I didn't love myself, you know, at that time. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just at a place where like, I'm in a healthy relationship with myself and obviously with my significant other and like life. And, um, I'm just much more cautious on like where I spend my time and what, where I spend my energy and my thoughts. And I never want them to be in a negative space. So I'm just very conscious about like my mindset, I think.
0: Yeah, totally. And then did you, did you ever, or were you doing this gonna compete in anything?
1: Yes, I would love to. So that's a dream of mine. Okay. Um, but I started and I was loving the changes that I was seeing and I started, um, to like prep for the, you know, show, which is, if anyone knows, it's like insane, like eating, not a lot, like lots yeah. of cardio, you're trying to drop as much fat as possible. Um, And it started to not be good in my mental. So I was like, I told my coach, I was like, Hey, I need to take some time away. Um, I am all about like balance. And I think that I had like weddings coming up and bachelorette parties. And I know how much I enjoy those types of experiences. And I want to be able to eat the pasta dinner and have some wine and not, not restrict myself because I know that that wouldn't make me happy. So it kind of felt like giving up at first, um, but I know that for my mental state, that's what I needed, and so I stepped away. And I think someday I'll compete, but there's just a lot, you know, of changes happening in my life right now that I felt like I was like, this isn't good for me right now, so I'm going to take it yeah. away, and that's what I did. So we'll see, we'll see. I would love to, but I'm not in a rush, and I don't want to do it wrong. So yeah,
0: you because it's something you really want to do. You're like, yeah. I don't, you don't want to ruin the excitement totally. of it while you trying to force it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, I, and truthfully, I'm, I'm afraid of like when I get to that competition, you know, body that if I'm not that after the fact, I'm going to, I'm going to have some mental issues. So in, in, until I can get that sorted out, I'm not going to pursue it. Um, just cause I know myself and I know that if I'm lean, I'm going to want to stay lean. And I know that being that lean isn't, isn't healthy. So
0: Yeah, we'll see. I remember I texted you one time being like, I am like, I gained so much weight. And you're like, you've had like 15,000 things. You're like, this is the time where you just enjoy the couple pounds. I'm like, okay, fine, McGill, you're right. Like (laughs) I needed to hear it so badly. And I was like, I don't know why it was so random that I messaged you about it. But it was like, I, again, I was like perfect timing that I was like, of all the things that I would randomly say, I was like, okay, I needed to hear that. Like at my sister's wedding, you know what I mean? It's all You're like, you said something along the lines of like, this is the extra pounds of like living life and loving life. Yes, like it's okay.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's why I like just want everyone to know, like if you go on vacation, first of all, like you don't have to come back and be like, Oh, I have to work off all my vacation. We all know like science and that's not going to happen. So just enjoy it. And like, when you come back, work hard and enjoy the process. Cause if you're working towards, you know, this size or this certain, whatever weight, once you get there, you're going to feel empty, you know, you have to enjoy the process of getting there. So totally.
0: And I think that's like the biggest thing that you learn. And I mean, and this is something that I learned with me, like through finding faith is it's like, you think all these other things are going to fulfill all these boxes for you, whether it's the boyfriend or the body or whatever it may be, or the job even. And then it's like, you know, you know, some things can fill my bucket, but like, if I lose everything, I still have to go through life. Like I still have to find something that's going to get me day to day if I lose the job, if I lose the boy, if I gain the weight, like obviously things can help to a better fulfilled life, but, um, yeah. And I feel like
1: you've mastered that. I mean, like you took a huge leap of faith moving to Chicago and, um, like leaving, you know, everything you knew, a comfortable job, people you knew, to, to go to Chicago. And I hope you're loving it. I didn't even didn't say I
0: mastered scary. it, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, it's a work in progress.
0: It's a work in progress, but it was good. I mean, even my friend today was like, you've kind of gotten everything you've wanted. And I was yeah. like, that sounds really bad. And she was like, I mean, you have, she was like, any job you have applied for, you've gotten. She's like, right. any boy you've liked, you've started you've dating. I was like, Thank you. <laughs> Great. Awesome. And she was like, I'm not saying that everything worked out perfectly always, but right um she's like so she's like it's been cool to see you like take a like you just kind of like I can't control this for once like I I let it go and then it's like okay things actually fall together like for you too like y'all moved to like Arizona thinking you're gonna do one thing and then time goes on and also like I can't imagine too like how much of a blessing you're gonna be able to not that I'm not trying to say it's not a risk you going in a corporate right, world, but
1: right.
0: you're going to be able to learn the business so much without taking the risk of opening your own gym.
1: Totally. Yeah. I don't have a $300,000 loan hanging over my head right now, you know, so <laughs> that's it's a, like an automatic plus. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will take this all day. So awesome. Yes. Well, I'm so excited to see
0: how it all goes out. And mm. I mean, shoot, I feel like Chicago to Arizona flights have to be dirt cheap. Um, oh I might gosh. have to come. Yeah, but also, you have to come. Are you coming back this summer? I mean, not that everyone needs to figure out our plans, but you have to see uh, (laughs) Grace.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. So, I was back, of course. Grace, if you're listening, I was back for an entire week, and then the next week, she moved back to Illinois. Of course. Um, But I do go go back and forth a lot. So, I will for sure be back this summer. It's just a matter of when.
0: Yeah, perfect. We'll all meet up. We'll sit on the floor and eat a lot of food like we normally do. Yeah. Always a thing. Oh, um, which yeah. on that topic, since this is called slice up your life. Oh yeah Um as something I'm asking everyone is what's okay. your favorite slice of pizza? I mean obviously I'm in Chicago so the debate is always like
1: Little Luminati's your and I heard
0: I heard I thought I heard out I heard yesterday <laughs> I say Luminati's wrong.
1: Totally. You're you're missing an L. Lou Malnati. <laughs> so they, they were
0: like, <laughs> I thought you, they were like, you, I sound like you're saying the like Illuminati, like the triangle yeah. with the eye in it. And I was like, Illuminati. oh, okay. Lou Malnati's. Yes. Or Giordano's. But also I'm kind of like, I'm not, I'm indifferent to either of them. I'm not really. Yeah. Deep. So you can either pick a place or like it, it's your go-to pizza order. What's your favorite slice?
1: My favorite slice is Thin crust. Lumal Nadi's pizza here's the thing I like it well done and oh. for people that are listening that aren't from Chicago hot jardinera is my go-to have you ever had it no but
0: what does well done mean
1: so they cook it longer so it's like you know a little brown on top crispier crust I always get pizza well done
0: Okay, well that's now great. I need to know this because I've gone to Lou Malnati's mm-hmm. <laughs> twice since I've lived here because I went with my family and then my boss was in town and wanted to go. Yeah. We got deep dish and I'm like, it's fine, but right. I'm not. I'm kind of underwhelmed by it. Okay, so next time if I get forced to go, thin crust, yes. well done.
1: Yes, well done. Oh my gosh. And then is well done like
0: a thing you order other places too?
1: Oh, every time I order pizza, I, I think that's my thing. My favorite slice is a well done slice of pizza. How do we never heard this? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I made it up, but when I say it, they always know they what know. I'm talking about. Or I'm just like, can you leave it in the oven a little longer for me?
0: <laughs> They're like, all right. Okay. Crazy. And then hot, what's the other thing? The hot
1: Chardonera.
0: Chardonnay. That's like the seasoning, I... right?
1: No, it's like it's like um pickled vegetables. It's weird. It's okay, I'm making it sound super weird. And I didn't know it was just a Chicago thing until I moved away from Chicago and no one has it. But you have to try it. It's like spicy, like carrots and cauliflower, and this sounds so bad, but it, I, I promise it's good. Know. Okay, I'm into
0: that. So do you just do cheese with that on it?
1: Yes. Sometimes I'll throw like mushrooms and spinach on it, but I mean, a cheese pizza with hot Jardinera is like the best thing.
0: Okay, shoot. I'm going to just like, the next place I go to, I'm just going to be like, can you, do you have this Jardinera? Giard- yeah. I can't <laughs> the word though. With, like, I can't jar. Apparently,
1: like, I
0: know. It's like G I A D something, 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 right? There's
1: an R in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've, in I've Chicago, definitely you'll seen the word. Yeah.
0: Well, yes. shoot. I didn't think I was going to actually get like shown up on the, uh, the first yeah. time I asked this question, but here yeah, I am. Here you no, are. I'm just kidding. showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. to know. I
1: can't wait for you to try it.
0: I can't wait to try it either. Okay, well, now I'm, like, excited to go to Illuminati again or really any place.
1: Yeah, they'll have it.
0: I'm, like, yeah. I'm in the – I was going to try to do this thing where I was um, reviewing a pizza place every week. And my friend was, oh like, do you think it's the smartest thing? And I was, like, yeah. you're right. No. <laughs> like, no I, you I really, should really shouldn't like, set myself up. <laughs> yeah.
1: You should be, like, the barstool guy and just do, like, a slice or, like, a bite yeah, just so that place. you're not – but I know you. And I know you like to eat pizza. And so I'm worried that. I know you'd eat the whole pizza. You'd eat eat the whole (laughs)
0: pizza. You're like, I'm trying. That's why friend was like, this doesn't seem smart for you.
1: I know. You're going to be in the gym a lot. No, I'm kidding. You should totally do it. That would be awesome.
0: I'll I'll try them out. I'm trying to do a different coffee shop every weekend and probably like a different pizza place at least like once a month. I feel like. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Michael, for um, jumping on. And we will look for everything. Do you wanna like? Do you wanna share your Instagram? I know that's oh like a gosh. thing people do, but like, sure. share it when people can see you. Yeah. And then you can you can post your um, pizza pictures whenever yeah. you get it. But yeah, no. Where where can people find you for when you can see? Honestly, guys, the best thing is you can go see pictures of Bentley. Like, I'm not trying yes. to downplay. Like,
1: I know. It's people good. love that um yeah so I'm on Instagram you can find me at m underscore merit so it's just the my first initial and then my last name which is m-e-r-r-i-t-t and then I should pop up I got a little oh. fitness picture you guys can see me um I'm not private so you can creep on me or follow me whatever um, you can
0: see if you want to follow but yeah. you will there's good Bentley photos Check some really cool fitness stuff and because I saw it, you had like some stuff from tree fusion on it um, yes. this weekend
1: and then yeah, you're going and... to
0: Vegas, right? Oh
1: my gosh, ten days in Vegas for training. So I've never spent more than um, forty-eight hours in Vegas. So I'm a little nervous, but I know it'll be great. I need to soak up as much as I can, and I love to learn, so it'll be a cool experience. It'll be
0: awesome. Well, yeah. So everyone, go follow her so you can see all of her oh. Vegas stuff. It won't be like too much debauchery. I'm sure there'll no. be a lot of training, but maybe yeah. just a little bit of some yeah. pool.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, awesome. well thank, thank you gosh. so much, Mikhail. Yes, thank you.
0: Isn't she the sweetest? Gosh, I just love her. And I'm not kidding, you guys. Bentley is seriously the cutest. Go follow her, see some cute pictures of Bentley. And who would have thought that on my first recording, I would have already gotten a pizza tip? Well done. I never knew that was a way you could order pizza, but now I know. I will say, I didn't try a new coffee place this week, and I didn't try pizza, but I did get Mexican food at a place called Barrio, and my friends were in town and had a quote-unquote taco salad that was bigger than my head. So, you know, I guess I'd chalk it up still as one. But yeah, anyways, that's this week of Slice Up Your Life.